0: Get I feel what
1: I can't forgive I go I' in this time yeah I won't regret I'll pick the best on trip they don't understand I play to win yeah play to win I play to win yeah yeah play to win I play the win Oh, play to win I play
0: to win yeah yeah play to win I play to win Hey everyone welcome to the Commissioner Evaluation Show I'm John mclynn you can find me on a Twitter machine at John mclynn 75 How are all those Scottish Fbo drafts going everyone? I've got a fellow number twelve on today's show, Jennifer Aikens, for four for four. We got to talk about some uh, outside, some stuff outside of fantasy football. I got uh, some commission questions, a couple of easy ones. We'll breeze through some NFL news and rumors. We'll review some trades that happened in my New Dynasty League, and then we'll evaluate a team to see if it's a, remo- a remodel or a quick rebuild, and how to get that team turned around to where it is a regular place where somebody wants that team to be. So. This is my intro song from Herms NFL. The this guy is fantastic, show. so if you get a chance and you need an intro song, get up your boy, Herms NFL, for these awesome beats.
2: Is that Herms? He got them guests on the Rolodex, stopping by to talk about some Dynasty Superflex. Everybody, yo, commission in. It's time to sit down to listen to John McGlynn. Yo, who we trading, who we fading, who we getting off the squad? Now it's never overrated. In. it's time to let the fun begin it's the commissioner evaluation podcast with john mcglynn
0: jt what is new in the world what is new drafting in
2: the world drafting more drafting that's all i've been doing i i just looked at it today and i i posted a tweet i i've been drafting every single day since the sunday after the nfl draft I've been in a draft and I will be up until probably the season starts. So it's been the summer of drafting here uh, at I, my house. I think I've only got like 14. So
0: I, I'm you're way ahead of me. As far as that goes, Jen, how, Jen, how many drafts you got going so far? I
1: was about to say that's like amateur hour, dude. I've been drafting way before the NFL draft. I started in February. i um, no, I don't is. know how many, honestly, but i not, i not that I probably have, I don't know, maybe 40, 45 best ball drafts done. And then, um, yeah, so that's about it. But I take little breaks here and there. I take a week or two off and then I'll jump in.
0: How many lineup up leagues do you have, Jen?
1: You know, I don't have that many. I've got it down to last season. I think I had f- four or five and I probably, I've been trying, one of them I've been trying to leave for a couple of years. And I think this year I'm finally going to actually make it happen. I always feel guilty and then stay and then I'm not, I don't love it. And I'm like, why am I here? So yeah, four or five, somewhere in that range. And Edison. I don't, and just, just put this out there now before we get into anything. I don't play dynasty. I know that shocks a lot of people, but I do not. So there's no dynasty in my portfolio whatsoever.
0: Oh, I, I've set, I have to set 19 lineups every Saturday and that's every, every Thursday, I, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's like, ah, oh, it's terrible.
1: It's a lot. I mean, it really is as fun as this can be and, and is for all of us, obviously, for all here. Uh, it is still fun, but uh, that's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, but JT does baseball and hockey and everything else going on in the offseason. It's like, that's just too much. I do that. Is, and I love it.
1: Yeah, I used to do baseball. This is the first year. I was in a baseball league for about 10 years, and I, I left it this year, and I feel fantastic about it.
0: Wait, so he, I does, ID, he does IDP and Debbie and hockey and baseball and everything else. And C2C
2: and, and CFF. Uh, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. So, that's, yeah, I just uh, got done with my Dynasty hockey draft last week, actually. We just got our four-round Dynasty hockey draft done, so. A lot. Ouch. Yeah, it's way too much for me.
0: I'd rather. I started getting a C2C and that was about it, but it is what it is. JT, what else is going on? Anything
2: else new? Oh, man. Down just uh, like I said, just joined the summer. Uh, next week, going to Yellowstone, taking the fam. So, pretty pumped about that. It's been since I was probably. 10 since i went when my my family back in the day in an rv so gonna be interesting uh should be a good time so trying to get all all my drafts in, trying to get everybody to hurry up and get them done because that's gonna be my one week where i'm not gonna have my phone the whole time i'm gonna have to set all my lineups like all my drafting way early and i hate that but i'm gonna have to like auto draft like a ton i'm gonna set the queue with like 50 guys in it
0: I've been to forty-three states and that's so that those those area over there are one of my favorites. That whole like Utah, Wyoming, like uh, that, that that Nevada kind of that's that's like that's super awesome areas. So I uh, absolutely love it. Jen, tell me about yourself. What's um, tell me about yourself where the Twitter machine could find you, all that stuff you do in the fans football world that people make you want to follow you, kind of thing
1: um okay that's a lot a lot of questions in one but i will uh i will do my best here uh twitter i am jen akins nfl and by the way thank you very much for getting my last name right it doesn't happen very often uh and i'm I'm surprised to hear you actually say it properly but uh yeah so i'm jen akins nfl on twitter and then as far as my my actual workload is all at 444.com i have uh constant content on a daily basis several articles and it will be ramping up as well so and then i'm also uh every monday night on the most accurate podcast with my uh, co-host brandon niles every monday night uh we do that as well so yeah i mean that's pretty much where i am um i forgot you asked something else like my life or something oh
0: yeah well (laughs) what makes everybody everybody I, I know how to say your name because I hear you say it every week on, on your podcast. Oh, so it's, okay. it's kind of like one of the, <laughs> I, you know, you're a, a great follower of mine. I love to hear all your guys' stuff. You know, it's it's almost redraft season. I, even though I'm in Dynasty, this really is kind of redraft season. That, you know, it's you don't want to ruin your Dynasty teams by by making too many bad trades to win in in, in, in a redraft kind of format. But uh, it is kind of a, I got my wife and a bunch of her friends to play in a redraft league last year. It's pretty much, besides a fishbowl and a couple of other charity leagues, one of my only redraft leagues. I know that you only play redraft, but it's, uh, it's one of those ones where it, it, they, they trade like, Oh, I traded DJ more for your kicker or something like that. It's like, come on, man. Like, get that's out, 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 out. see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. Like- no,
1: that is fun. No, I don't only do uh, redraft. I do a lot of best ball uh, as well. So I do actually, more, I mean, way more best ball than I do redraft, but, uh, and then I also, I was talking about this the other night on a pod or actually that was yesterday. I don't know. Um, uh, the guillotine format it's like my new obsession i don't know if you guys are have done yeah. it and i i you know i have been playing so this i'm trying to i don't want to do math in my head but uh, i've been playing fantasy football since 1996. uh so anytime there's any kind of new exciting something uh i it's good right because it's you just kind of get bored of the same stuff so uh, last year for the first time i was introduced to the guillotine format uh, because in Colorado, actually, we cannot play in the guillotine format like public leagues. It has to be a private league. I don't understand the discrepancy and why. Right. Everything is legal in Colorado. We can bet. We can do everything. But for some reason, you can't just like join a random. So uh, a friend of mine from my home league actually did uh, started a guillotine league, and I loved it. It's just a totally different strategy. It's uh, there's a lot more to it. So I enjoyed that. Uh, and, you know, I, listen, I have nothing against Dynasty, by the way. I just – it's more for my mental stability. Like I, having this be my full-time job, um, right. you know, the Super Bowl ends and my brain, I need like a month. I cannot. I'm so – actually really by week like 15, I'm about to lose it and I got to hang on, you know, to, to get to the end. And so the thought of actually looking at at, you know – rosters and making trades and all of that in February is uh is rough for me. I can't do it. So it's just a can of worms I've never opened because I knew, you know, I know that I don't know what would happen there if I did. So I don't hate it. I just it's a it's on purpose. I've just avoided it. Well, let's not even call it, it a
0: can of worms. Let's call it like a a, a hill because right. you just keep going up and it's it's it, there's different plateaus. You keep going. You go to dynasty and then you go to Devi and then you go to C2C and then you just right. keep going. It's like ah uh.
1: You know, I do want to say something real quick. You keep talking about Debbie and, and all of that. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna throw out a name for you guys, which is my nephew, um, <laughs> to to watch for the future in uh, in defensive IDP leagues. My nephew is uh, he just committed to Pitt, uh, and he's going there uh, next year. Well, he's 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 a junior, so he he already committed there for uh i guess the next year after that so he's a deep devy guy but his name is zach crothers and he's really good and it's it's pretty cool to see my nephew actually play you know commit to a huge d1 acc school to play uh he's a defensive end can you spell it yeah it's c-r-o-t-h-e-r-s is his last name his first name is zach i've Um, got
2: it written down i just put it down i'm saving that yeah
1: he's you know, he's 17. He's like six four two, whatever, and he's, uh, <clears throat> yeah. He just—it's pretty—it's pretty crazy that he just got a full ride to you know a huge school like that as a junior.
2: Nice. Uh,
1: something Congratulations you know, to him, yeah. It, it's pretty exciting. So anyway, I just figured I'd, I'd give a shout out to him and, and give you a name. You never know; it may pan out later if he ends up.
0: You know, it's funny because I—I I'll, will went to Butter Rice High School in Chicago. My son went to Butter Rice High School in Chicago, and they. There's a guy this year named Xavier Valade, which is a really good player. And he's like the seventh running back in the depth chart in Houston right now. And it's like, Back in the day, like, this kid was so awesome. He's the best thing ever had. I know. It's
1: crazy. I know. It's so crazy because I remember as a kid, like, so my brother-in-law, who unfortunately passed away, but he played college football. He was huge. And, you know, we joked around when Zach was little, like, oh, he's, you know, and I never thought that he wouldn't be even be where he is, you know, like, I mean, his team won the state championship, you know, and all that, but I just never thought that he would even get you know, that like commitment, full ride So, you know, I figured maybe he'd play like some small school somewhere ball and it would be cool. But the yeah. fact that he's going to Pitt and he was recruited this early and committed this early is uh, is pretty nuts.
0: Go Panthers.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to root for him. <laughs> I, well, I mean, listen, I'm happy he didn't go to an sec school because it'd be very hard for me to root for any other team there, but there ACC, I have no problem rooting for Pitt.
0: There you go. All right. Tell me about the day outside of life of like fans football for you, like pets, music, hobbies, kind of stuff. What do you do like to kind of release stress a little bit for?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't get a ton of free time these days particularly, but I do, I have a 14 year old son and he, uh, he loves reptiles. So we have a couple of those and we have a cat. Uh, and then as far as my, you know, I, I live in Colorado, so I, I love to hike and camp and outdoor music and live music all that stuff so kind of an outdoor gal i don't get out as much as i used to but um and also getting older it's really i love camping but i find that now i'm kind of reached the age where it's just exhausting like i don't end up sleeping and i it's like it ends up like a two-day recovery from camping and i used to be able to just you know sleep anywhere do anything and (laughs) now i'm like can we get a camper like with a bed and can we get air conditioning uh, yeah oh absolutely but I do love I do love I love camping. I love being out- outside in any capacity. So hiking, all that stuff.
2: Do you camp, JT? The, no, I am not a camper. I need AC. If it's hot, I cannot sleep. I'm miserable. And I and I realized when I was getting old, I used to sleep on people's floors, every yeah. couch. I didn't care about anywhere. I could sleep anywhere. And that's when I knew I started getting old, was when I was like I can't sleep here. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. My back hurts. And now I'm like messed up for two days because I slept like on the ground. I'm like, oh, I was like, ah. Oh. Because I used, I mean, I just wouldn't care. People I was like, oh, I don't really have an extra bed. I'm like, it's cool. I'll sleep on right? the floor. I'm no. fine. Uh, not anymore. I can't do I can't do the camping, man. I have to get a hotel. I'll go out in the woods. I'll go, I'll go hiking. I'll go do stuff. I got to have that hotel. I got to have the AC. I got to have the bed.
1: But there's, you know, the campfire, all that's great. And if you, it depends where you camp, like here in Colorado, if you go to the mountains, it's not hot. I mean, you're, you're actually cold at night when you're sleeping. So if you're at 7,000 feet, uh, it's going to get down into the twenties, thirties at night in the summer. So it's not super hot, but I do love it. I just don't, I don't do it as much. Like, I mean, cause it hates me. It's not necessarily my back and whatnot, which that is an issue, but it's the lack of sleep. Like I just, for some reason I can't get comfortable and I sleep like an hour or two and then I'm wrecked for the next two days.
0: I get it. I'm not a big, I don't like bugs. If it wasn't for me, if it was someone without bugs, it'd be a whole different story, but (laughs) I could stay up all night and drink around a campfire and tell stories. And then I just had to, usually I just, my wife's got a Ford Flex, you know, that's her car. It's put the seats down. It's like having a bed there. We lay on the back of that thing with the air conditioning on It's That's a pretty, pretty decent night's sleep for, uh, you know, instead of just sitting up in your car. But my dad used to, me and my brother lived on the second floor. My dad would put plastic bags over the vents. So the air conditioning would never go upstairs because it wasn't really well insulated. He thought it was a waste of money. So we slept in a concrete floor in the basement just for air conditioning half my life. And my friends would joke around like I could sleep on a telephone pole if I had to, you know, and it wouldn't matter to me. But, yeah, now that I'm getting older, it's like I, I get, you wake up and it seems like your back's not right or you're like you, just didn't, like, you, 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 you couldn't like get comfortable kind of thing, you know. But it's, it never was a problem until like last year or two, you know, when we're staying at our buddies' campers and shit. But I get it 100%. I'm on, I'm on the same page. But, uh, Jen, what sports did you play growing up? Uh, what, what were you the best at?
1: Um, I play, I played a lot. I did kind of the, this was back in the day when people actually played year round sports and didn't just play one. Uh, so I play a lot of soccer. I played softball. I played volleyball. Uh, I, I would say soccer was probably my best sport cause I played all the way through high school. The other ones I kind of just, you know, came in and out of, uh, but yeah, I played soccer. Uh, I'm, I'm left, left-handed, left-footed. So, uh, I was a left wing and had a pretty good, pretty good foot i just was too slow unfortunately for any kind of um past high school playing but i do i will say i still and still have a pretty good shot but like i said i was always a little bit too slow
0: never soccer wasn't even an option by it. what did you play when you were a kid jt before high school
1: yeah i played i played basketball football
2: all the way through um i played baseball growing up but kind of Gave it up once I got a little older, just because I found myself in the summers at basketball and football camps, which I liked a little more than baseball. So I kind of dropped baseball, but played football all the way through. Got you know, we talked about this before. I had some D three, D two looks in football to play running back. I was too small and too slow to go higher than that, uh, as as far as that goes. But yeah, I was always a big football fan and basketball. Growing up, I was always outside playing one or the other.
0: Yeah, I had some like. The D- D3, like just stuff like that commits for. Uh, I went to Quincy College for a semester and I realized that school's not for me. I was going to be a tradesman no matter what. So, but it was, uh, it's being a 5'11, uh, 240 as a left tackle wasn't going to pay very often. It wasn't going to be a, my lifelong dream. It wasn't going to pan out.
1: Well, I was obviously a football fan, I should say. That's, I mean, yeah. JT mentioned being a fan. Um, I was obviously a football fan from birth, but as far as playing, yeah, mostly soccer. It's funny because I, people always assume I play basketball because I'm 5'10 and my dad actually played uh my dad played college basketball he uh he went to the sweet 16 million years ago oh nice Uh, what's cool uh lebanon valley college in uh pennsylvania
2: nice Uh, and
1: so yeah they were it was like a total crazy cinderella story they went to the sweet 16 um unfortunately passed away a couple years ago but i have all his i have all his uh like i have the the mid-atlantic Trophy and I have the ball actually from one of those games. And so it's really cool, but people always just assume I played basketball. And my sister, so I'm 5'10, my sister's 5'11, and neither of us played basketball. I don't know why. We just never, like, my sister was a tennis person and I played soccer.
2: Oh. It is what it is. My my brother in law was a big basketball player. Neither of my nieces played basketball, really. They both played volleyball and then kind of got out of it when they got to high school. And everybody's always surprised because he was such an athlete that they didn't really get into it. So, but yeah, it's funny.
1: People always ask me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but people always ask me about my son, and uh, he does not play anything at all. I mean he plays video games he does yeah. not play- my son's a
2: huge video game guy too so my I son
1: is. is fourteen yeah. and he does not play sports like we tried every single one when he was little. we did every little league imaginable uh and he hated all of it, so we gave up we're not gonna force him I mean that's you know it is what it is he's not a sports kid uh but my husband you know not only my husband played sports growing up as well he was a big baseball guy and then he uh he works in the sports industry as well, and we have one child and he hates sports and it is what it <laughs> is.
0: I my I tell my kids every – I have four kids. I have 20 – now I have got 27, a 20, 22, a 19- and 18-year-old. But the uh, – it's – I told them every, every season you're playing something. And if you don't find something, I'll find something for you. So I stuffed them in bowling. I stuffed them in t-ball. I stuffed them in baseball, softball, whatever. And then my daughter's like, I hate softball. And I'm like, well, you're playing something. You better find something. And she's – we're driving, and she goes, I want to play that. And I saw a bunch of kids with, like, these sticks with, like, webs on the end of them, like, throwing a ball back and forth. I'm like – I don't know what the hell that is. Like, I I can't help you on that. So I went and talked to the coach. I'm like, how does my daughter sign up for this sport? Like, well, it's the cross and um, you know, it's kind of spreading across the nation right now. You should jump into it. She did that and now she got a full scholarship at college uh for it like eight years later because she's so good at it. And it's like I, I just stuffed her into something and that's the way it worked. Yeah, and that's I'm, I'm super awesome. Happy.
1: And I just my husband and I just made a decision that we were done stuffing because it wasn't gonna work. I mean, he was miserable every time. And we did flag football, soccer, ice hockey, basketball. Actually, I should say he he actually played basketball. He didn't hate it. So we did that for a while. And then unfortunately, when COVID happened, the you know, the, the league shut down. And then by the time it was time to come back, he was like, I'm done, I don't yeah. wanna go back. And we could baseball's make,
0: terrible. Baseball's such him. a boring sport
1: no basketball not baseball oh, basketball. he did he actually never played baseball because he never wanted to but basketball was the only one that he at least like would do now granted he would just stand on the court and like kind of run up and down and you know but he would at least go <laughs> and he didn't hate it but yeah. he's just not i don't know somehow genetically like he just he is on the other side of the spectrum you know he just loves video games and yeah. um that whole like he's into like anime and all, you know, just all the all the things that I don't understand or I'm not into. But he's an awesome kid, so you know.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's all that matters. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's happy. You're happy. You're, everybody's happy. Family's exactly. happy. That's what it's all about. Yep. What's your favorite part? What's your favorite part about being in this fantasy football industry?
1: What is my favorite part? Um, besides the paycheck, is that something I can say? <laughs> I mean, because it is my job. Um, no, it's uh it's. I don't know. I, I would say... I think the community... I mean, I would say Twitter, but it's gotten kind of ugly in recent years. If I could go back, I would say like five years ago, fantasy Twitter is my favorite, you know, thing about fantasy football. I feel like it's taken a, an interesting turn in the last few years. Uh, but no, I just I, enjoy, I just enjoy it. There's something about fantasy football in general that I don't know. It's I don't know if it's a tangible thing, but I just... I really enjoy it. And it's something that I haven't gotten sick of. I mean, like I said, it is my full-time job. I get up every day and do it and I'm still cool. You know, like I like it. I enjoy it. I don't dread. you know, there are days, like I was telling you earlier, yesterday was, it was a, was, was a day, you know, but at the end of, I still, this is what I do for a living and it's fun. And there's different, and there's also different ways to, to make it fun right like we've said it's like redraft is redraft and you could just do that but there's just so many different angles and so many different ways to make it fun and all these different charity leagues and stuff and i don't know there's just something about the industry in general that uh keeps me happy and you know i'd rather be doing this than any other job out there so
0: yeah what do you do to stay sharp how do you stay on top of your game
1: I think it's just work. I know that's such a boring answer, but I'm so into because I also, I write a lot of content and I also edit a lot of content. And so I'm just reading things all day long. So it's like I get to read and edit my coworkers who are some of the sharpest in the industry. So I'm reading their stuff. I'm writing my own stuff. I'm researching for it. So it's just, I don't really have to make an effort to stay sharp. It's just part of, it comes with the territory, I think of just being, yeah. uh, working all day, every day in it, reading, writing, watching, listening.
0: JT, how the hell do you stay sharp? You know everything about everything and every, every <laughs> position. how do you like stay sharp and IDP and like all this stuff like that? What do you do to like keep yourself going?
2: I I just think I'm reading stuff all the time. I'm constantly kind of looking up articles. But I think that goes back to my old journalism days of I was always reading stuff, always trying to see what other people were writing, how they were doing it, uh trying to get ideas to try to make myself better. So I think as I've got into it more, I just I find myself reading articles, and especially with everything being online now, it's so much easier. Back when you used to have to get the newspaper And you had only certain people you read Because it was the local guys Now I get to get in and jump in and kind of read people all over So I think that's for me I'm on a million new newsletters I get in my email every morning And I've got probably 10 to 15 different you know, fantasy football betting slash just sports newsletters in there. And I'm always getting in reading different stories and things like that. So I think it's just part of, it. I just kind of suck it all in and, and it just, you know, always going over one thing or the next thing. I just kind of remember that stuff, I guess (laughs) it just kind of sticks with me. Uh, And I just kind of remember those players and the names. And I've just always been good at that ever since I was a kid playing video games. I I would remember all the players and people. Like, how did you know that guy played for whatever? And I don't know why I remember that stuff, but I always remembered what random college a guy went to or some random stat about him. So that's just always kind of been part of it for me, I guess.
0: Yeah, I listen to like fifty podcasts. That are, I mean, just subscribe to like tons and tons of podcasts because I have these. I have earphones in all the time, and I'm always i have I have a clipboard or some kind of a tablet in my hand at work all the time, so I can't like watch YouTube videos and stuff like that. So I listen to tons of podcasts. I hate reading. Like I have like some kind of like I think I'm like dyslexic or some kind of disability or whatever that goes with that. It puts me to sleep. After I read like two paragraphs, I'm done. Like I do want to go to bed, so I can't read. So that's that's the thing. I, I tons of podcasts and I, I I I trend tons of stuff from a bunch of different uh, sites all the time. See whose pl- players' values go up and down and things like that. It's so I'm constantly doing spreadsheets. I don't know how to use spreadsheets yet besides manually inputting everything, which takes about seven hours to do each individual position. One day I'll learn how to code and it'll take me like 10 seconds to do that, but but it takes me forever. But that's how I stay sharp. Just tons and tons of podcasts and retrending everything all the time. Depth charts, player values, uh, different rankings, things like that. So it, it's super fun, but
1: um you know jt i, I just i want to just interject for a second i uh actually have a new newsletter from from uh from uh it's called the deep dive newsletter from it's from bet spurts and four 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 i'm going to put a little link into the private chat so if you want to check it nice. out and subscribe yes feel free actually in there the, for sure the third or fourth one just came out this morning i was doing it every thursday now i'm tasked to doing it every tuesday and thursday um so there i just sent oh, you perfect. the one that just got came it. today um so, a little self plug. It's called the Deep Dive Newsletter.
0: <clears throat> oh, JT does a daily uh, daily parlay, JT Daily Parlay. So, he does all kind of betting stuff too. That works out. That's super awesome.
1: Yeah, it's not a betting newsletter, but it's because uh, we have so from Bets. BetsBurts is the parent company that owns 444. 4, but so on the betting side, Betsports, there's another uh, newsletter called the Deep Dive something. And so they're betting, and then I'm Deep Dive Fantasy. We're kind of. <sighs> Yeah.
2: yeah, I always like getting on the four for four four site. I got lucky; we got the little extra content because I write for DLF. So, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that helps. Oh, so me we're so we so, Yeah, kind of. We actually are on So I actually was jumping in four four the other day, and somebody's was like, "Don't we get a code for that?" I was like. What we get a code? I was like, somebody sent it to me. I'm like, why? Why don't I have the code for four for four? I was like, I gotta get in this because I'm always on the site pulling yeah. up stuff from there whenever I'm doing research on my articles and I need stuff. They're always like, hey, use four for four if you can uh, for you know whatever grass or you know whatever things. Like I'm always on there on the depth chart using the depth charts and articles and stuff like that. So.
1: Well good. I'm glad we, we got you a code. That's good.
0: Well, start hanging out just codes, Peep. Let's <laughs> go. I know, <laughs> I know like, Where's mine.
1: Yeah, Why everybody's mine? got codes.
0: <laughs> I think mean, all I got codes for is my garage door opener. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Last question here. Yes. What's your favorite what's your favorite food when you're sitting around the TV watching uh Red Zone every Sunday afternoon?
1: So um, if you look at my Twitter bio, I'm uh, I'm obsessed with cheese. It's che- anything cheese. So I would say like a a chips and queso, maybe some uh, like a a good charcuterie board. I just love any kind of cheese. But I would say like for football wise, maybe not a charcuterie board, but maybe more on the uh, yeah, the queso or any kind of dip. I love a dip.
2: I I like where your head's at. I'm I'm a huge smoked cheddar, like the smoked Gouda is like my favorite. I love the smoked Gouda. I love chorizo. Like on a yeah. sugary board, it's like the best. Oh, I yeah. actually just came up with this recipe the other day. I found it online, and I uh, I made a smoked cheese dip on my smoker. And my girlfriend like just doesn't do well with milk, so I was like trying to find stuff that I could put in there uh, that wasn't milk. And I actually found this dip, and it was fire. It was so. Great. What did she you use it. It instead so of good. milk? Like uh, It was a. They had all kinds of different things. They had me put in there. I can't. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'll send it to you. Because so I it, it find that like when you do this- stuff.
1: I'm sorry. I was going to say, I find when you do the substitutes, like almond milk, it just, it ends up being sweet. And so you have mm-hmm. to find some kind of, I mean, luckily I did a bunch we,
2: of peppers and things that kind of, that yeah. kind of counteracted that, but it turned out pretty well. I'll have to send you the, uh, the, the one yeah, I found. I'd love that.
1: Cause we, I mean, we don't, luckily in my house, we don't have any dairy issues, but I know like, you know, it. Sometimes it's good to not have as much dairy. And every time I try to use like almond or oat or soy, it just—it's sweet. Like it defeat. It doesn't. It's Mm. like you don't want your milk to be sweet. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't like. I'm. I'm a big. I like the. I don't like the sweet stuff. I want stuff to be a little more savory. I
1: like sweet in a sweet situation. But if you're making Mm. like a, a cheese dip or eating, I don't know something else that calls for milk. I don't want it to be sweet.
0: I love sweet stuff, but that's just me. No, I but, do too.
1: But in a in a sweet, like I said, if, if you're eating like dessert, yes, I'm all about it. But
0: my wife makes that It's the the cream cheese on the bottom, and then the cheese in the middle, and then the chili on top. But she makes her own homemade chili with tons. We get a cow every year, so it's it's, it's a, like four pounds of meat in this chili, and it's just nothing. It's almost like eating like a hamburger mixed with right. chili kind of in there, and it's so awesome. And, and then the big ranchero chips from like the, whatever you get them from now, but yeah, the ones that don't break when you scoop stuff up. It's absolutely phenomenal. That's a great. That's a great tip. But all right, back on track here, commissioner stuff. But we're not. We're not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna plug you out with a bunch of commissioner questions. So, how's your your uh, Scott Fishbowl 13 going? Did you draft online at all, or is it all in person? Any drafts like that?
1: No, mine was. Uh, mine was all slow. Um, I am. Uh, let me see. I will look while we're talking. I think we are in. We just turned the fifteenth uh, to sixteenth round. So. Um, I am on the other end. I'm in the 12 spot. So I am about, I'm 11 picks away from my 16th round pick. I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Any strategy you used or just kind of went in there best player available. What'd you do?
1: You know, being at the 12 spot and everyone kind of getting QBs early, I decided I was going to push QB as far as I could, um, which is not a normal strategy in Scott fishbowl, but I figured kind of where, where they fell. Um, I was like, basically like Herbert, maybe Fields is the end for me. And if those guys don't fall, then I'm not going to take a quarterback for a while. So um, I started out with uh, Cooper Cup and Bashan Robinson. Um, and then with the third round reversal, even at my third pick, uh, I did not take a quarterback there either. So I didn't take a quarterback until the fourth round. Uh, and I took Anthony Richardson, which I'm a little bit... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it came down to him or golf in that situation. And I just was like, I'm not going to win this thing anyway. So I might as well go Richardson. Like I might as well go with the big pick over the, the boring safe pick. So um, that's kind of what I did there. My team is interesting. I mean, I've got, uh, yeah, I have got Richardson and then I ended up taking Stafford a little bit later. And then I have Sam Howell. So my quarterbacks are not exactly a stellar stable, but I think they're going to be okay. And then I've got the Stafford cup stack and, Um, I have uh, Sam Howell with Antonio Gibson later, and I don't know. My my team's interesting. I don't hate it. I'm not like completely in love with it, but I think it. uh, Like if Anthony Richardson is you know who we want him to be, uh, and then I also have Waller as well there in the fifth. So if Waller can be the Waller that he was before, I feel like yeah, my team. I think I kind of like it. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Uh, I was joking around at the fishbowl. We we had me and JT were both at the live uh, Chicago draft, so it was uh, you know we had like four or five drafts going on at the same time all just uh, it was mayhem all over the place so i started out with chase and i went andrews in my first turn then i went quarterback 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 three in a row just because I, I know i'm not going to win this thing there's 3,500 people in there but the yeah. guy behind me was teasing me about you know oh i can't wait to see you pick I can, i'll take this quarterback next round of that round so i'm like go oh, your sand buddy here you go i took prescott then goff then aaron Rodgers, and then i got godwin deontay johnson gibson the uh, Damian Harris. Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, and then I got I went Roshan, Jalen Warren, Fournette, and Hunt recently, then Will Levis and Ty Chandler. So I just kind of mixed it up a little bit, just having a good time with the whole thing. So it is what it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I feel like in the past I've always – and I've done pretty well here and there. I mean, this is my eighth one, I think. So um, I've made the playoffs in some, and I haven't in others. And I feel like I've always kind of focused on quarterback. And I this year I was like, you know what, screw it. Like I'd rather just – wait and see because if i'm not going to get one of the top ones i'm not going to reach for trevor lawrence at at spot 12 and i'm not going to reach for i'm not taking deshaun watson like i just so i just kind of waited and this will be interesting because i've never really done that before i've always kind of at least had a solid at least one like solid and so like my qb one is richardson which is kind of risky because if he's not good or if he doesn't start right away um i might be screwed but yeah, if to set
0: the world on fire he's
2: golden yeah. what about you jt I, I, I like that strategy i actually did the same thing i originally took the 1-8 thinking i was gonna get a qb and then with the third round reversal i was like i was at i was at 1-4 last year and just waiting to get back to me was brutal so i was like i'm just gonna go near the end of the round so i took the 1-8 thinking originally i was gonna go qb there i was like i'll get fields i'll get herbert i'll get lawrence And then I just started looking at it. I thought the same thing as you. I was like, I don't know if I want to go QB, QB. I might wait on some guys. I ended up just going RB heavy. I went CMC the first round, came back, took my guy Jonathan Taylor in the second round. On the reversal, it came back. I was trying to get Derrick Henry there on the reversal third, but he went the first pick of the third. So at that point, I was like, if Tua gets to me, I'll take Tua in the third. But he didn't. He actually went before my second pick my uh, in the second round so I was like all right I was like I'm out on QB at this point so I went Najee Harris I just think he's gonna have a big year I think he's gonna get a lot of touches so at Najee and then I was like you I just kind of waited I was like I don't love any of these QBs I'm not gonna reach for him I wanted Aaron, uh Anthony Richardson but he went 311 in ours so I ended up eventually going Jared Goff in the fifth after I got Jalen Waddle in the fourth and then I just kind of waited, and I took Kenny Pickett later, and I took Sam yeah. Howell. I was like, I'm going to take two of the young guys, see if they could put up some points. I waited kind of on wide receiver. I got Deontay in the eighth, Christian Kirk in the ninth, which I was pretty pumped about getting those guys that late. And then I I just kept running, adding running backs. So I got J.K. Dobbins. I've got Rashad Penny. I took Jalen Warren to kind of handcuff Najee. You knew I had to take Chase Brown. That's my guy. Yeah, so right. I had to get Chase Brown, so I jumped in on him. I was actually kind of. I want to get Jacoby Brissett just in case for the Howell pick, and Mm -hmm. I got sniped. I got sniped in the 18th round on Jacoby Brissett, the pick before me. I was like, "Oh, I was like, I should have taken him one more."
1: i oh, sorry. Yeah, I was I think I'm going to I think I might try to take Brissett later or I'm actually may take Stetson Bennett just as a homework pick. But I have Stafford, too. So it's like he may just be there. But like UJT, I actually so I took Cup in the first round, like at the 112. But mm-hmm. then I did not take another quarter or I did not take another running back until the 10th. So I just kept I was like with Cup. That's all I need in the scoring. Um, and I don't think I went over this. But, yeah, I took Burks in the 10th. I took Pickens in the 11th and then I took Dobbs. In the twelfth and Zay Jones in the thirteenth. So I went four straight uh after waiting quite a while. So
0: we'll see. Man. You know. I, I did an industry mock about probably three weeks ago. My first. I didn't even look at the rules yet, I had no idea what's going on. I knew red running backs were more important. And I actually for what I feel I, I crushed this draft. I hate my actual Scott Fishbowl team. It's like, man, <laughs> I did everything. This <laughs> I might as well just Throw my 75 bucks in the pot. Like, I you know, don't need 75 bucks. I'm like, it's kind of my buy in, but at the same time, like, here you go. Just take it. But my the thing
1: shirt. is, you never know. And we draft so early that, like, some of us, like, already, like, I took Traylon Burks before DeAndre Hopkins went there, and I'm still okay with it. Like, I don't hate the pick. I took him in the 11th or 12th round. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But, you know, th- stuff like that is going to happen to all of us before the season actually starts. Someone's going to get hurt in training camp. Someone's going to, you know, Barkley or Jacobs could hold out, and then we're, we're you know, people are screwed there. So,
0: we were I'm in my so backyard doing it uh, in-person, like one of our local team leads, you know, and Mike Taglier sat there and he's, he, somebody took Andrew Luck. He's like, damn it. And he's so he's sitting there and two picks later, it comes on a sleeper thing, which was right away. Andrew Luck retires. And yeah. We're like, what, what? And it was uh, – like, yeah, it was uh, super you know, – that kind of shit happens all the time. In, in, uh,
1: and it's going to happen to, you know, a lot of us in Scott Fishbowl. And that's just because it's <clears> – <throat> I mean, it's pretty early to do redraft. Or, you know, I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah this is a redraft. So there's,
0: there's a dead zone because nobody's reported to camp. Nobody's done anything yet. Yeah. Nobody's got arrested in the offseason. Like, it just seems like before, two or three guys would get arrested for some right. reason. And There's been a
1: couple start- arrests, but nobody, like, nobody big.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when camp starts, like, it seems like last couple of years – the first two days of camp, three people tore to ACL day one, four people tore to ACL day two. Uh-huh. It was like, come on, what's going on here? Well, the holdouts are the big concern now, but we'll we'll get to that. They are because the
1: Josh Jacobs was actually my third round pick, and I I sat there and I was like, Nick Chubb was falling and falling. I was like, please. And then of course he went at you know two twelve right before I got to pick at the three yeah. one, um, and so I was stuck there, and I was like, okay, I either have to take. It was, it, was like, it was like, I'm going to take Jacobs or I'm going to take Pollard. And I just, um, you know, if Jacobs plays, I just believe a little bit more in his volume. I don't know. I don't know what's, I feel like, I, I don't know. I think we're going to talk about this later, but I feel like uh, Dallas is still going to sign Zeke anyway and then screw the whole Pollard thing up. So, so, do I. so do
0: I. I was,
1: yeah. So I was just, I was like paralyzed at that pick at three, one. I was like, okay, I, I can take Jacobs. I'm like, I could have taken Dak, but I was like, you know, I just want another running back. And then. Um, Henry had just gone and Chubb had just gone. And so I took Jacobs. I don't, I don't love the pick, but it's one of those where it could pay off or it could not, but that's pretty much everybody.
2: Yeah. He was sitting there for me uh, and the third. And I was like, I got burned on the Le'Veon Bell stuff real bad in a ton of leagues that one year that he held out. I'm like, there's no way, there's no way he's going to miss more than like two games. And so now I'm just really like, I'm like, Oh, and I, I saw Jacob sitting there. And I was like, you know what, I'm going Najee Harris. I was but like, don't... I should take Jacobs, but I was like, I'd rather take Najee. I know he's going to play. I'm nervous about Jacobs, especially in a in a one time off tournament yeah. like that fishbowl. I'm like, I want to take a guy I think is going to play for sure. So,
1: well, I would hope that the Le'Veon Bell thing, maybe I don't know. You would think it would kind of ha- deter people from, yeah, from doing You know, so. I don't know because he really was never the same after, but. It's scary because even if they hold out like him and Barkley, like even if they hold out for a little bit, then you have to be concerned about their, you know, the hammies and all the stuff. And if they're not, it's all, yeah, it's a mess.
2: Yeah. Well, and you can see all the stuff they're talking about. Le'Veon now coming back, like worst decision I ever made. I should just sign the contract. Cause it was only a couple mil less than he was asking for when they originally offered him. And then by the time he sat out and everything else that happened, he would have been better off. He would have made more money just signing the contract originally with the Steelers so yeah hindsight there but yeah he he definitely should have just taken like the 13 or 14 million they offered him instead of the 16 or 18 he was asking for
0: yeah absolutely what's your bet what's your best pick so far in a fishbowl do you think
1: um let me look at my team real quick my best pick I don't know um Let's go the, Richardson in the fourth. Aldridge. The one you're like,
0: yes, I did it. This is my.
1: yeah, I, Richardson. I was kind of happy with in the fourth. I feel like, like I've said, if if he pans out and if he gets the rushing upside that we all hope he will, then I think he's he's pretty much because I know like ADP wise, he was definitely going before the fourth. So yeah. I feel like that was my at least yeah my best value pick. <laughs> JT yeah i liked him
2: oh man it's so so hard i know people are down on jt with the injuries and everything is going on but i mean he was a clear cut like top five guy last year to get him like mid-second round i'm pretty pumped about i think he's i think he's gonna bounce back uh i got oh man i got sniped in a lot of rounds i, I really like i like him there as far as value i mean you know it's always an issue but rashad penny with that offensive line for the Eagles. I know he's going to have to split some carries, but I, I think he's going to have some big games. He's he's my favorite best ball guy. I think he's going to have some monster best ball games. I got him in like the 11th round. I kind of like that for value. I know I know with the injuries, it's the history, and he's got DeAndre Swift there, but I think he's are going to get some big games out of him this year. I yeah, took I mean, Gainwell.
1: Yep. Damn right you took I Gainwell. Damn took right Gainwell you took Gainwell. Four- I did in the 14th. I, ju- I just took him in my last pick.
2: That's John's favorite guy. He loves. Oh, is guy. he really? Yes.
1: Yeah, he was my 14th round pick. I actually wanted Jerome Ford, and he went right before, so oh. I took Gainwell.
0: Another John McLean favorite. There we go. I love Jerome
1: Ford too, and I almost took him the round before, but it was just too early. I'm like, no one's gonna pick him, and they did. My 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 division, unfortunately, is very sharp. I mean, some of the values of people I see, like in the 12 chat, I'm like, how are you getting these guys? Like my right. my division is no joke. Like no, there's no there's no slouch in there. Nobody's really falling, unfortunately.
0: All right. We're gonna do my quick hit. This is my version of NFL News and Notes. We're gonna go through okay. each team real fast. We're nine minutes behind already. So this is what we do like 10-second answers real quick. Bam, 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 get through them all. So yeah. uh, the fastest you can possibly do to answer yes. Yes and no questions are you know okay. But if you got a little bit to say, that you know, feel free. We'll some some teams will go fast and other ones also. So we're gonna do JT odds and Jenny do Duty even. So JT. DJ Moore catches like, if DJ Moore caught like 30% of Fields' attempts, he still would only
2: have less than like 100 attempts. How is he a wide receiver one? <laughs> well, I, th- I think he gets – I don't think he's a wide receiver one. I actually think he's, he's going to be low-end wide receiver two at best. I just don't think – see the volume there. I mean, I'd almost at this point, I'd rather have Darnell Mooney just because you can get him so much cheaper in a league. So, I'm, I'm a, I like the over yards on Mooney – All right, sorry, on DJ, but I don't love him at, at where he's at right now.
0: Jen, Bengals, now that Joe Mixon restructured his contract, are you trying to acquire him? No, because he's a scumbag. There you go, that too. JT, Bills, is Dawson Knox
2: underrated? It's just tough. He was kind of overrated, but I think now, again, he's he's all right. I don't think the rookie takes all the targets. I think he's going to play still, but he's he was hit and miss before. I think he's going to stay hit and miss again.
0: The right answer was yes, he's underrated, but I will let that one go. All right, Jen, Broncos. <laughs> Are you a glass half full or glass half empty on Javante Williams?
1: Empty. Samaj P. Ryan all day.
0: Ooh, I hate that answer. JT Browns,
2: why does everyone hate uh, Diamond Peoples-Jones in this offense? Uh, Yeah, everybody's down on him. He's dropping in every draft. I'm not super high on him, but I'm also not super high on anyone outside of Chubb on the Browns offense for me. So I'm out on him. Elijah Moran and him doesn't help him at all, and he already was a fringe whether you want to start him as a flex play anyway.
0: Right, uh, Jen Buccaneers. Who will be the guy who who brought the uh, <coughs> who who's going to tank Rasheed White's value? Like Lombardi, Lenny, Kareem Hunt, Zeke. Who's going to go there?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Whoever, uh, maybe I doubt they're going to bring Lenny back. Maybe Hunt. Uh, maybe someone else. TBD. But I like White. I mean, I think that offense is going to suck, so I don't know that it really matters.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, JT Cardinals. Is Kyler Murray going to play this year at all?
2: I don't think so. I don't I don't think there's any reason for him to. I, right. it doesn't make any sense as for the Cardinals to have him come back and play uh half injured. I just I don't see it happening.
0: Jen, Chargers. Josh Kelly or Isaiah Spiller if Eckler is Eckler's contract <clears throat> what am I saying here? Uh, if, I know I, I know what you're gonna say. Contract, <laughs> would you better take Josh Kelly or Isaiah Spiller if, if uh if Eckler doesn't get if he's pissed about his contract and like you yeah. Say he like pulls like hand hammy something they're like, oh, I don't want to play like like Lamar did last year, kind of thing.
1: Uh Josh Kelly for me. Uh yeah. Kellen Moore has come out and said he's the guy, so I'm I'm going with that. He's the guy.
0: Yes, I just I still like Spiller. I don't know why, but it is what it is. But JT Chiefs, CEH breakout season. Absolutely not. I'm not a CEH guy. I don't believe in <laughs> him at all. Right, right, right. Colt, Jen, Anthony Richardson will throw less than Less yards in 2023 than Fields did in 2022.
1: Uh, No, false. I think that uh, it can't get worse as far as that offense goes. Like Chicago, I think threw like 377 passes all season last year, dead last. I think Richardson will uh, hopefully be tasked with throwing more, I think. And he has better weapons. So, yes. I don't know. I don't remember true, false, whatever. Richardson more than Fields.
0: All right, very good. JT, Cowboys, Brandon Cooks will help this team win the NFC.
2: Uh, half and half. I think Brandon Cooks helps this team. I actually like him on the Cowboys. I don't think they win the NFC though. Yeah.
0: Oof. I'm trying to trade for Brandon Cooks in a lot of places because I think his offense is going to be not as not super super powerful, but I just think that it's going to he's going to take so much off Ceedee Lamb. It, it, I think he's going to probably have some. How many how many targets do you think he'll have this year? Uh, I, I think
2: he Cooks? gets a. St- I think he gets his stats. He's got to. He's still going to get like 70 catches. Yeah, close to a thousand yards. I think at 80, I'm thinking like 85, probably like maybe a little over a thousand
0: yards or probably six touchdowns. I mean, that's, is that, is that too little to ask for a guy like Brandon cooks?
2: He's done it everywhere else. Why can't right. he do it
0: in Dallas? Exactly. All right. Uh, Jen dolphins. If Dalvin cook doesn't sign with Miami, Jeff Wilson will be the hero of this team.
1: Uh, if he can stay healthy, I mean, him and Mostert are kind of in the same boat. Neither of them can stay on the field. Um, I think it's, Devon a chain to, for, to yeah, I think he's the hero mm,
0: JT Eagles by week eight who leads this team in
2: rushing Swift Gainwell or Penny i'm actually i'm actually gonna say penny i'm gonna say penny he's gonna end up getting hurt like week six or seven but he's gonna have a couple awesome weeks in the first four or five weeks he's gonna lead them and then swift will lead them second half of the season you did hear me say gainwell didn't you you know know gainwell is gonna be the playoff beast he's gonna come in and he's gonna he's gonna crush down the stretch
0: well every time i say gainwell the answer is gainwell okay (laughs) Give, give it the program jen falcons as Bijan Robinson, the hype train just jumped the shark a
1: little bit. Yeah, I like him though. I think the volume will be there. I think he'll be good. I don't know if he's like a top six, seven pick. Uh, in best ball, I like him. Redraft, he scares me. I don't know. Uh, yes, and no,
0: yes, and no is okay. That's that's acceptable answer. JT 49ers, when Sam Donald starts the season five and zero, oh, will they pull him to get to put in to insert Brock Purdy in this offense?
2: Absolutely not. Sam Darnold's team all the way to the Super Bowl. Sam Darnold starts NFC. They make the Super Bowl. Niners win it. No Sam Darnold starting. Niners don't win the Super Bowl. True. Wow. Sam Darnold, League MVP. That's a
0: take. J- JT betted for me and, and sent me the, the receipt that he betted. I'm talking about Sam Darnold. He betted for me and he showed me the receipt that he, uh, he, he bet Sam Darnold wins MVP this year. So, yes, absolutely.
2: MVP? Yeah, we, we got pretty good odds. Yeah, we got pretty good <laughs> odds on it. I
1: love people's reactions. That's like,
0: I
2: mean,
1: I'll give you maybe he starts a couple games, but like MVP of the league, that's absolutely insane.
0: I love He doesn't have to do anything except just dump off past the hey, awesome team. they players. just got to win. At the quarterback. Yes, the, the, the Niners win. win.
2: He'll, he'll, he'll get the MVP.
0: I love okay. people's reactions when we say, Sam Donald MVP, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious.
1: That's something.
0: Oh, man. All right, so. Uh, Jen, Saquon yes. Barkley will hold out at least one game on the tag to send the, the displeasure messages to the Giants in the NFL.
1: Maybe. I hope not. I Like we just said, I hope he learned his lesson or, or learned the lesson of, of Le'Veon Bell. Um, yes. So maybe, but I hope not, just for everybody's sake.
0: JT Jaguars, the Evan Ingram extension extravaganza helps Trevor Lawrence immensely.
2: I think it helps him. I mean, he keeps some cohesion there. I'm actually down a little on Ingram. I think he's going to have a little bit under a season what he had last year, but All I still right. think he's going to be good. I think he helps. Jen Jets, is Corey Davis making this team?
1: Maybe, but he's not fantasy relevant.
0: Truth. JT Lyons, by the end of 2023, Jamison Williams will be the Lions' wide receiver one.
2: I, I, I love him when he comes back in this, in this lineup. So I like him. I'm trying to grab him late everywhere for people that have kind of forgot about him with the suspension, but I, I, I love him in this offense. I think he could be dynamic. I'm trading yeah. for him now. Cause a lot of trade calculators have him like, like half his, his values, value's dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So yep, it's, it's dropped just, a lot.
0: I like, I like the same people when like, no, and I deny, I'm like, how do you know this? And I'd like, send me a picture of your trade calculator. And They send me what trade calculator they use. So I don't mind spending 10 bucks to get this one or that one, just to see like how I can kind of, manipulate my trade offers to get people so i got i gotta find out as long as you know what trade killers people, people use you can like just kill the system on those on those things but uh all right uh where we at J- packers jen Jane yes. reed is currently the best wide receiver on the packers
1: no i like romeo dobbs
0: that's even yeah i like i like both of them uh, yes good for you that's a good answer jt panthers <laughs> name a useful fantasy asset on this team besides bryce young and miles sanders
2: Oh, that's a tough one. The guy I'm going with the most, if I have to, I'm taking Marshall. He, he's my swing at wide receiver for them that he might end up winning the job. I did I'm not very confident in it, but he's the guy I'm taking right now if I have to for somebody else.
0: There's like five decent players in this team, and anyone like has the potential to like pan out, but it's just it's just they're just they just haven't yet, you know. That's the problem. And it's it's terrible. I, you can't take any of them because they're all gonna be it just seems like they're all gonna just kill each other's value. Jen, Patriots, what week will Bailey Zappi be the Patriots starter?
1: Uh, week 12 after their bye.
0: Uh, good answer. JT, Raiders, how many Aiden O'Connell shares do you have in Dynasty?
2: I actually have zero, which is a shocker for me. Uh, I've got a lot of Bailey Zappy though. But, uh, no, I don't have any kind of – you know me. I'm a Clayton Toon guy. Yeah, if it, no if guy. I, t- I was taking a QB in a rookie draft, I was taking Clayton Toon.
0: I just feel like O'Connell might get a, just a handful of starts at that point in time. Somebody who you know needs a quarterback, trade him away for a trade him for a second round pick, or you know a second and a third, or two thirds, or what it's something. Get something for him. I mean, it's a it's a it's a round it's a pick a thirtieth draft spot on your on your on your 35, 35th draft spot on your uh, team. Might as well have him roster and just trade him away if he gets a start somewhere. So I don't know. It's just it's a nice stash. I, I, I
2: watched him a little too much at Purdue. I think is my problem in Big Ten country. I just he he. He kind of fell off for me a bit last year. I thought he was better the year before, so.
0: Mm. I, I, yeah, I'm a Big Ten guy, so it kind of kills me when these guys don't pan out in the NFL. Uh, anyway, Jen Rams, Cooper Cup, get, Cooper Cup gets traded by week what?
1: None. Zero. They had no
0: reason to keep him.
1: They have no reason to trade him. They, he's, I mean, he's great. Why would you trade him?
0: Just to build on from the future. Somebody that needs, you know, nah. whatever I don't know. I, and, and I, get, I get it in fantasy, but in real NFL, they, they their, their structure is just not made. I mean,
1: they may. Up. I just, I don't, I don't you know, I don't know. I To me, it just, it wouldn't make sense. But I'm certainly not in the uh, front office.
0: Thank God I'm not in the front office. They'd trade everybody. I'm the, that would be terrible. <laughs> JT, Ravens, is Isaiah likely someone you're stashing, or is he just a sell if uh, Andrews went down?
2: I actually like Likely. I've got him on a bunch of teams, but you know me, I play in a lot of taxi squad leagues where right. I can I can stash the likes of a Likely. So I like him. I have him. If you have room on your bench, uh, take him. But if you're in a obviously in a shorter bench league or you're in a redraft league, you probably aren't rostering him.
0: Andrews goes down. You got Likely in your team. Are you keeping him around? Like you think he's going to pan out as the tight end? Let's say Andrews like he's, he's like halfway through the season where he's not going to play this year or next year. Oh, dreaming? I'm going to get
2: likely. I think likely. I mean, he had a great year, uh, great career at Coastal Carolina. I just think he he's got really good skills. I, I definitely think he's a guy that in a two tight end or one and a half premium, uh, he's a guy that definitely can make some noise in that offense if he if he gets the snaps. You know what he did great last last year when I was in the playoffs in the fishbowl and Andrews
0: was out and Jay and and Travis Kelsey had a bye and everybody else is going nuts and they likely played for Kelsey or uh, Andrews and he had like two touchdowns and hundred and some yards re- receiving. I'm like, this should have been Andrews. I, I'm, I'm out of the fishbowl now because my entire team was on a buy and, and Andrews got hurt at the same time. It was, that's when likely went nuts. But so I hate him because of that. Anyway, Jen saints. Why is Kendry Miller being drafted higher in redraft and in dynasty? <laughs> and why is, and dynasty. Wait, why, why isn't, isn't oh. why, why isn't Kendry Miller being drafted higher in redraft and dynasty?
1: Because, uh, well, Dynasty I can't speak to, but in redraft because uh, Alvin Kamara pleaded, uh, he he did his little plea bargain thing. So I think he's only going to miss, what, four to six games. Uh, people have recency bias for uh, Jamal Williams, and they think he's going to put up 17 touchdowns again, which he won't, but that's why he's not being drafted. Everybody,
0: with, everybody with Jamal Williams is trying to sell him for like a second-round pick or something like that. Now it's like, man, the magic is not going to happen again.
1: No, I mean, he's going to be fine in, in the weeks that Kamara's not there. He, he will be fine, but he's not going to fall in the end zone 17 times or whatever it was. JT, again.
0: Zach Charbonnet is a better all-around running back than Ken Walker. True or false?
2: Uh, It's tough to see. I think the Seahawks might think he is. I like Kenny Walker still, but uh, I'm not against the boomer bust. that is Kenny Walker. Uh, I'd rather have the boom over the uh, always three yards with Charbonnet, but that's just me personally. I'm a Charbonnet guy, but that's I know you are. Yeah. I'm a
1: Kenny McIntosh gal in that. that. Oh, yeah, little
2: Bulldogs?
1: Yeah. I'm drafting him late in best ball just in case. Because, listen, those Seattle running back rooms, they all get hurt. And then all of a sudden you're going to. You're gonna have DJ Dallas and Kenny McIntosh starting at some point.
0: I have to sit. I, I, Adam Hutchins has been on the show a couple times already. I have to ask him like, who's the training staff for the for the Seattle? I, why is why is there just certain teams like like the Commanders or the Seahawks guys just can't stay healthy on? I don't, I don't get it.
1: He was actually uh, Adam was actually our podcast uh, guest last night on our on our pod. Yeah, we did a whole injury episode. We didn't talk about the Seattle trainers though.
0: Yeah, he's in our—he's in one of our home leagues. He's in a, me and JT and Adam are a, a league with a, a bunch of other dudes like that. So he's in a, one of our home leagues, uh, our in-person dynasty leagues that we started in. He's been on the show. He's been—he's a uh, freaking flyer for this show before for in-season uh, injury nice. reports and stuff. But uh, I, I got to ask him like, why do some teams have worse training staffs than others, and why why is there so many injuries? But uh, all right, uh, Jen Steelers. Will Donald Washington do anything more than be an inline blocker?
1: I hope so, because, you know, once again, as a total UGA homer, I love Darnell Washington. Uh, He's really good, so I hope that they give him an opportunity. And I hate to say this, but, you know, Pat Firemuth does have a concussion history, so if he does go down, then I feel like Darnell Washington might get more opportunity there. Uh, It may not be the first year, as far as that goes, but I hope so, because I like him.
0: Yeah, a lot of people like him, I just I don't see it. JT, Texans, John Mechie breakout season? (laughs)
2: Man, that's a wild wide receiver room. It, it's <laughs> wide open. I, I, I've i just been throwing darts at different guys at the end of drafts all around because I don't know who's the guy that's going to come out uh, there. But I, I think Mechie has just as good a shot as anyone uh, to kind of be the number one there.
0: Draft running backs and trade for wide receivers. That's the rule, okay? Uh, right. Jen, Titans. With DeAndre Hopkins' arrival in this offense, what happens to Chicago tight in one season?
1: I think he's fine. Like I said earlier, I think DeAndre Hopkins takes a lot of the, the secondary, you know, efforts away from uh, from those from Burks and uh, Chigakonkwo. So I think he'll be fine. I think he was a borderline tight end one to begin with. So um, maybe he drops down a couple pegs, but I think he'll be fine. And look, yeah. tight end's a crapshoot anyway. So let's be real. After after Kelsey and, and possibly Andrews, the rest are all other. So. Hopefully yeah, you know. He could finish tight his at- tight end four. He could finish his tight end 24. And DeAndre Hopkins, you know, whether he's there or not.
0: I feel like tight end eight to tight end 20, 20 yeah, is all like the all, same yeah, number. Yeah, exactly. JT Vikings, do have McBride or Ty Chandler
2: as Madison's handcuff? I'm a McBride guy. I just think McBride's more of a, got the rushing upside. I, I think Ty Chandler's he's just not, he's more of a special teams guy. He could do some stuff out of the backfield, but I like McBride. I just drafted McBride the fishbowl last round.
0: So, yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, Jen, Washington football team. What's the, what? First of all, are they changing their name for real or is that did they figure something out? Yeah, they they're just,
1: the commanders, dude. The commanders, they Yeah. No,
0: they're not supposed to be the commanders anymore, I guess. They're like, they're not supposed oh, to be. Oh, wait.
1: A, what? Since when? Did because I miss somebody
0: that? somebody already has a patent for the team, for the, the commander's name. So they have to change your name again to something oh, else. Oh, I
1: must this. have, mi- I completely missed that. Because I saw that on the sheet. I'm like, why is he writing football team? Like, we oh, all.
0: I wrote what the fuck on there, to be honest well, with you. Well, right, just I did see that. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Um, what was the question? Oh, Jacoby Brissett.
0: What week will Jacoby Brissett be the starting quarterback of whatever team this is going to be called?
1: You know, I don't know. I hope, like, never, because I drafted Sam Allen Scott Fishbowl, um, and I hope he's good because he, he's got such – you know, the rushing upside is beautiful there uh, in any format, really. So I hope never, but, uh, yeah, that's my answer. I hope never. I hope yeah, never
2: I either. Come on, <laughs> Sam Howell, come on!
1: Yeah. I love Sam
2: Howell.
0: I just traded, I traded, I traded away Kenny Pickett to get Sam Howell and Joe Mixon on a dynasty team. So <clears throat> I figured that they're close in the rankings for redraft anyway for maybe a year or two. But I, I know that the Pittsburgh is so much more invested in Kenny Pickett. But at the same time, if I'm in win now and I'm trying to win this year, and, and if Sam Howell does pan out, I think that was a pretty even trade. As, you know as far as yeah. that goes, but I'll take it. So, all right, thanks for running through these real fast. Usually we go through some of my, my home leagues. I run eight, eight uh, in in-person dynasty home leagues, but there's some trades that go on all the time. We had 8,000 trades. I think we had 17 trades during both, like, rookie drafts uh, that we had after the fishbowl um, at uh, the bar we were at. So I'm not going to go through trades today. We're kind of getting short on time. So we'll do right to a team evaluation. I send you guys both a team. Every week we'll do a, we'll evaluate a team sent out by the Mighty McGlyn home leagues Owners who decide. Oh, that's
1: why you sent me that link. (laughs) I know what it was. Hold on. Let me click on it real quick.
0: Yeah. We just, so it's what happens is uh, we decide if it's a simple remodel or a full scale rebuild. What's the biggest team needs this team? What are your, what guys you just keep or trade or whatever? Uh, And who would you trade to improve this team and who would you send away to do it? So what we're, what we're doing here is just kind of look at the team, give yourself a, uh, uh, this, this is Sean Foss's team. He's got a pretty good starting lineup. He's got Joe Burrow, Saquon, who, you know, might, might who knows what's going to happen with that? Hopefully, he doesn't sit out the whole year, which I don't think is going to happen. Pacheco, which I think is a little bit overrated of a player. I, you know, he's a, he's a battering ram, but that may be about it as far as that goes. Stephon Diggs, Chris Olave, Amari Cooper, good, good wide receivers. Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight ends. This is Dynasty League. It's 12 team, 30 man rosters. It's uh, 1.75 PPR for the tight end. And it's, uh, you know, so there's, deep losses here. He's got Tyro, Tyro, uh, Tyro Lockett is his first flex, AJ Dillon. And then Gabe Davis is, his, uh, is super flex. So he's, he's got that at super flex Cause he only has Mariota Wentz and Nick Foles and Zach Wilson as his backup quarterback. So only having one quarterback, especially in bio weeks is going to be a problem for this team. And then that's the first problem we see. And his, his backups, he's got Kenyon Drake, Zach Charbonnet, which I've been trying to trade for last couple of weeks with, uh, Instant, no, no, no response, no nothing, just instant deny. Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight, Jarrett McKinnon, Cordell Patterson, Cordell Patterson, Sean Tucker, Ronald Jones, Pierre Strong as his backup running backs. I'm not too strong at the running back position. He's got Corey Davis, MVS, John Ross, uh, Marvin Jones, Romeo Dobbs, your girl, your guy, your mm-hmm. guy, Jen, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, Mac Hollins, uh, Tyler Boyd, Michael Gallup. And then he goes to tight ends, got Juwan Johnson, which, you know, Above average tight end, I think. But again, we already talked about the, that dead zone for the tight ends Elijah Higgins, Hunter Henry, and Trey McBride, who another guy I'm trying to get from this team. Right now, he's five players over the limit. He did not make the playoffs last year. So this team is not, it was, I mean, it's a pretty good team. The handful of teams in the top are pretty much stacked. So uh, he doesn't have much to, to go with right now. And also, we talked about he's got in 2024, he's got a first, no second, a third, fourth, and fifth. And in 2025, he's got all of his picks, uh, you know, to go along with that. So he's got he's got some building blocks for the future. But what does this guy got to do to uh, to kind of get? The, obviously, quarterbacks is number one concern in the Superflex Dynasty League. We just had a rookie draft, so rookies aren't included in this report now. So he uh, he's just got Charbonnet. There's no good quarterbacks, and Sean Tucker was his only uh, was his only like, uh, and Xavier Hutchinson was his only additions. What does this guy got to do? Who would you trade away to get a quarterback? or what else did you do to improve this team? JT, you've been here before, so I'm going to let Jen digest this team. So you want to kind of give me some uh, examples of what you do do if this is your fantasy football team?
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, if he, you know, Barkley doesn't hold out, this is a pretty good team. Win now team with Kelsey on there. Obviously, the quarterback's the issue. He's got to figure out can he move somebody that's on this current roster or does he need to possibly give up his first rounder next year in order to add a QB? Obviously he was thinking Wentz or Wilson would be a guy that would be able to take that other super flex spot, but that's obviously not the case right now. Uh, he could maybe go out and get an older aging vet. If a guy, you know, if, he, if there's a team that's rebuilding it's definitely going to miss the playoffs. Um, he does have a ton of guys on his bench that I think he could move uh mm-hmm. for a quarterback which is why i think he's gotta he's gonna end up probably having to use picks or use something like a charbonnet that people like with picks in order to get a qb um not super deep uh but he's got some guys that are playable i like sean tucker i like hutchinson i like boyd uh dubs on there is is, a, is nice um so, yeah, that's – I mean, th- th- this team feels like it should be in the mix if guys don't get hurt. But, yeah, missing that second quarterback I think is probably – is going to have to be the first thing he does. And and there's just not a lot of guys without killing his starting lineup that I think he can move for a QB. So it's going to have to be some kind of either a first round or a first second for somebody or see if he can package a young guy with a draft pick for an aging vet at least to – at least to boost them this season. And if he could go out and make a trade and try to get a guy like a Sam Howell or a Pickett, I'd love to do that if you could do it. I'm not sure uh, what the lineups look like those guys, what teams are on, if they're in rebuild or not.
0: Yeah, it's hard to see without knowing the rest of the league or seeing the other teams in here. Like, uh, I, There's a lot of quarterback hogs. I have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, and Deshaun uh, Watson on his team. So like, they're not going anywhere. I'm not trading them. unless, you, But he doesn't have enough – there's not enough – people in his wheelhouse to like trade me for any of those quarterbacks. I'm not going to get rid of him for just a couple of players. It would have to be a quarterback upgrade with some first round picks and things like that for me to get rid of quarterbacks. But there's a handful of teams in this league that have really good quarterbacks, which you could persuade. You could persuade me to get rid of my quarterbacks, but it's got to be for more than what he's got on his team right now. J-
2: John, would you tell me, would you do this? What if he offered you his first round 24, his first round 25, and Charbonnet for Deshaun Watson. Would you make that deal? Just two because I got Allen. Charbonnet? I,
0: I don't think Charbonnet is going to be anything. I, I don't, I'm not putting all my eggs in the basket of Charbonnet, even though I like him a lot. I think he's, it's going to be a 50-50 committee, I think, or 60-40 either way, which is not anything special. It, I mean, two firsts for a quarterback. I, I would need – the thing is, I, I kind of – I'm always the guy who needs a quarterback in return if I'm getting rid of a quarterback, no matter what league I'm in. I don't like just trading away quarterbacks for picks. And if his, his team didn't make the playoffs, so hopefully the – remember, these leagues have lottery picks also, so you can't tank and get rid of stuff. You're entering a lottery with lottery balls. So if you're the last place team by max points four on sleeper, you get 40 lottery balls, then 24 lottery balls, and this and that. So you're not – you can't tank for the 101 or this and that. So I'm not sure what that 24-first is going to be. It could be the 106. <laughs> As a matter of fact, three teams that had – Zero to five balls in the lottery, he got the one one last year. So so there's no guarantee that uh, how bad his team's gonna be. I'm gonna get to one one or or there's better quarterbacks coming out in 24 and 25. I would I there's I already saw a couple quarterbacks, but that all could change in the year. We saw over the last couple of years how much quarterbacks change in a one year uh, span. So look at Anthony Richardson was even wasn't even, a, wasn't even a, a thought in the you know, he's like quarterback twenty or something like that last year. Now he's going quarterback one this year's draft. So you never know. It's probably worth a chance, but I I like the proven commodities in the NFL right now, especially at quarterback. Quarterback's the hardest position to replace. I have solid quarterbacks. Uh, He doesn't, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I better just keep quarterbacks and trade other parts of my. I better trade away running backs to get something. But he's he's going to have to send me a quarterback to uh, make that trade happen. Two twenty four first is a is a good price to, to start off with, but. Uh, it's kind of tough. What, what, Jenna? What do you, what, what would you think about this team? What, would, what does this guy need to do, or what would you suggest for him?
1: Well, as you know, I don't play Dynasty, so all of this is kind of foreign to me. Uh, <clears throat> but um, I do agree on the quarterback. I don't understand. I mean, I guess maybe why is he, why does he have four really bad quarterbacks on the bench? I mean, is that something? That people do like hang on. Well, and,
2: and Dynasty. A lot of times, people will they'll they'll take backup quarterbacks if mean, someone gets hurt, and and then they can throw them in there. Obviously, he probably drafted Zach Wilson two years ago, thinking he right. was going to be a. And I get, th- I get him, that. And then yeah,
1: I get but, hanging yeah. on to him. But like <laughs> Nick Foles, like why are you hanging on to Nick yeah, Foles?
2: He should and, definitely be dropping Nick Foles. I agree. Okay. 100% so that.
1: and like Kenyon Drake, like why is that? Why is he on this roster? I don't know. He's, I'm just. He, like he's got to cut five is-
0: guys. So we just what would happen? We just imported our rookie draft last week. So what happens is you go from you had 30 man on the roster, now you go to 35 man, and you gotta get down to by next Wednesday, he's gotta get down to 30 man rosters again. But I mean when you're in desperation time and you have no quarterbacks, you're hoping for some kind of an injury and these guys have grabbed something because yeah,
1: no, I get I get that a little bit. But I would um yeah, I mean basically what JT said, I would I would definitely try to get another quarterback any way I can. I mean, he has he has some decent wide receivers on the bench. I mean, I actually—it's funny. I have Mac. I actually like Mac Hollins. Like, and he did really, he did pretty well last year. And now he's in Atlanta and you know after after pits and, and drake london i feel like Mac Hollins might actually get some play i mean not having anything to do with this team but i mean in general like a lot of people i think are sleeping on him as a super deep guy that could uh, actually end up being okay this season but uh yeah as far as this goes i mean between you know there's serviceable guys right like you know i like dobbs but tyler boyd mvs like i don't know i don't know if you're gonna get a quality quarterback, but I feel like you do need a body that's actually going to play. So like JT said, someone like, you know, a picket or a Howell or even Ritter, you know, just get somebody that, you know, is going to be in uh, on the field this season. Cause I don't know. I'd be nervous with, you know, someone like Gabe Davis as my, as my super flex. Like I just don't. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: to be fair, he can't edit his lineup until he cuts five players and gets below. Oh, the roster. So he's, this may not be his starting lineup. Right, I would imagine. He- I would imagine he's going to start with Burrow, and then what happened? Whatever happens with Barkley, I'm not sure, but he's going to, you know, let's say Barkley signs or reports. Barkley, Charbonnet would be his running backs, and right. then uh, he'd probably have Olave, Diggs, and Cooper as his one, two, three, or or, or let's say Lockett, and then Cooper and uh, Pacheco as his flat two flex players, and then Kelsey's starting running his starting tight end. But after that, he's got Trey McBride, Juwan Johnson. That's pretty much the end of like any fantasy relevant tight ends, and then. I don't uh, see
1: that on my screen, but that's, uh, I don't yeah, see. Yeah, I think
2: I'm missing that too. I didn't see. Yeah,
1: I don't see on. any tight ends on mine, but um, that's, I guess that doesn't really matter. But I will it, say it's interesting that he has McKinnon. I like McKinnon too. I mean, I don't know, you know, McKinnon, he does have Pacheco. So having both, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, really, you know, as far as handcuffing and whatnot. But, yeah. you know, his starting lineup is decent in general. Like I wouldn't hate it if I was heading into the season with, with this as my team, but. Uh, if,
0: if something happened to Joe Burrow in this team in this league, like he would, oh be yeah, just, uh, just decimated. Like he would, uh, God only knows what would happen to his team because he would get zero at quarterback for the rest of the season at two. You know, pretty much
1: right. And he didn't z- take team. any any rookie uh, quarterbacks, huh?
0: No, he didn't have any picks that were, gotcha. Uh, you know, good enough for that situation. But uh, you know, it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's it's he didn't have the picks. He didn't have the And then by the time it was his turn. He passed early on the the, the the three quarterbacks early on, and then he passed on, uh, uh, sh- I, he passed on everybody that was available. So yeah. there's so many teams that are quarterback needy in this league that they sucked up pretty fast. So um, it is what it is. I'm going to try to trade them for stuff. I'm going to try to import some of these guys, but uh, I'm trying to do them a favor with uh, my draft picks. I, I like sending my third and fourth round draft picks away for like decent players, I guess, especially when guys got to cut. This is a great time because people don't want to cut anybody. They like their team when you, when you draft a team, you, these are guys you like, you kind of have an attachment to them. You got them in a couple leagues, you know? So it's, it's, it's like the shark in the waters kind of thing right now to go after these guys before they cut their team. So, but uh, that's, uh, kind of what we do here. Just kind of look at suggestions. This was kind of a straightforward team because he's only got one quarterback, only a couple good running backs, but the Barkley situation and, uh, the wide receivers, he's okay. And the tight end, he's got one good one, but, uh, it's I, I think he's going to have to part, part with, with like Barkley and go after a young quarterback, or there's no reason to keep a running back like Barkley on his team. When you need quarterbacks or more draft picks for quarterbacks in the future, you can't go on with just one Joe Burrow, even though Burrow is going to be here for a long time, I would imagine as a quarterback of his team uh, on a good, powerful offense. Also, you're going to have to figure something out with a super flex or even get a third quarterback. So he's going to have to make some moves, you know, just, it's going to be tough for, for a minute, but, uh, He's got to do what he's got to do. So, uh, JT, what's uh, what do you got coming down the pipeline? What's coming up? All that stuff. What do do we got going on? We could look. Uh,
2: A couple articles coming out on DLF uh, sleepers, risers, uh, articles they've been doing. I've got one coming out on the Colts and one on the Steelers here in the next couple weeks. Uh, I got my IDP rankings are up there right now. Did a whole slew of stories the entire uh, month of June. On uh, IDP Outlook. So, anybody who plays IDP, I went through every division and did that. That's over there. Uh, Drafting, 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 trying to get done with the Scott Fishbowl draft. Just started the Warrior Bowl draft uh, yesterday morning and uh, just finished up the FF7 draft. Actually, I was in division with all the guys from Australia. So, Actually, they were on good time with me. I'm always up late. So I was actually fit right in the mix with them on the draft. So like I said, just keep doing more of that stuff and then getting ready for the season to get closer here, uh, getting fired up, getting pumped. Uh, it's going to be here before we know it. Did you dr-
0: When you're going to Yellowstone this week, did you already get a hotel for that night when you go to like Old Faithful and stuff like that? Or did Oh, you- man, yeah,
2: I, I, I've learned my lesson on this stuff. I, I got a hotel <laughs> way, in, like three months ago. I started booking like – Travel tours, everything. Because I've waited a couple times of late on some things, and it did not turn out well for me. And my girlfriend was pretty upset about some of the places we had to stay. So, because I got last minute uh, places. So, yeah, I I was smart enough. I I booked flights, I booked hotels, I booked everything. Every day we're there, I have it all booked out because I did not want to take a chance. And if you know, if you're out west. She knows being in Colorado, everything is a long distance apart. So you need to know where you're going and what's close to what, or you're going to spend your whole time driving uh, the entire time you're there. So I was trying to lock stuff up on days where we're like, okay, this one's only 30 minutes away from where we're going to be before that. So, but it's going to, it's going to be fun. So it's going to be weird. Not going to have a lot of my phone is going to not be working most of the time. So I'm already going to send out warnings. Like, don't, don't let anything happen. Don't call me. I can't get a hold of you. So I'll have to I'll have to forward all my calls to you, John. It'll be an interesting week.
0: That's fine. That's fine. That's the only time we've been to forty three states. We've been like you know, like fourteen, thirteen day road trips all over the time. The only day I got burned was at Yellowstone. And if you get if we pulled in old faithful, want to see it a night before the sun went down. We want to get up in the morning and see it again. There wasn't a hotel hotel within three hundred miles of Yellowstone for us to go. So we had to sleep in the car overnight with me, my wife, and four kids. Like it was like yeah, it was the most interesting night of our lives so everybody was yeah.
2: i got a was, cabin right on the edge right outside of yellowstone kind of close to cody wyoming so sweet. that's where that's where we're staying and then i got uh, we're flying into bozeman montana so on the way back we're staying in bozeman at an airbnb before we got to get back on our
1: flight coming back
0: good man jen what's going on what's coming on the pipeline for you where can everybody find
1: you at? uh you can find me at 444.com uh i've got a lot let's see i an article come out yesterday, uh, risers and fallers and underdog ADP over the last two weeks. So I go all over all that. Um, like I said, the deep dive fantasy newsletter, and then I have a ton of other articles. I don't even know, honestly, uh, I've got about five more articles coming out this month. And then August is just crazy time. Uh, and then, you know, in season tons of articles as well. So everything of mine is on four for four. Um, and like I said, Monday nights, uh, the most accurate podcast with Brandon, uh, that's every Monday at nine Eastern. It's a great show. Um, and yeah, and I'm on Twitter at JenekintNFL. I'm also I, on I'm also on Threads, but I don't do it, so I don't even know. I think it's the same name, and I, I signed up just to sign out, but I and I forget about it. And every now and then I open it, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this. I'm like, I have 15 followers. I don't want to deal with it, and then I'm not going to post, and then I close it. So yeah,
0: I'm not doing the Threads or the other uh, alter oh, ego for Twitter. It's or too whatever much. You, call it, you know, I'm like yeah. <laughs> I'm too old to worry, about. I do Facebook and I barely do. Yeah. I use that for people's birthdays, and I do Twitter Same. because that's it. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate being part of the show today.
1: I repeat, thanks for having me. is And I have awesome
0: guests like you that makes it awesome for me to do. And uh, we do a show once a week during a during an off season. During season, we do a couple things, waiver wire, all that kind of stuff. So. Feel free to join us, uh, subscribe, it'll be on Apple Live, iTunes, the show, also for the podcast people who don't watch YouTube stuff, but thanks so much for joining us today, thanks for being part of the show, thanks Herm, for the exit songs, thanks JT for being part of the show, and thanks for letting us use one of your awesome employees for the show today, thanks everyone and make it a great day.